It's Tuesday, March 13, 2018. Even if you take the highest possible estimate of costs and the lowest possible estimate of benefits, benefits are still well over double what the costs were. Trump doesn't want you to know his own report shows the benefits of environmental regulations far outweigh the costs. Colorado Republicans kill Bill prioritizing public health in oil and gas development. Interior Secretary pulls lands in his own state from oil and gas auction. Plus, it's just one after the other. The third major storm in the Northeast in 10 days underscores the need to invest in electric grid resilience. All of those needs and more straight ahead from Bradblog.com. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. And we have four to nine inches of global warming hoax piling up outside. (laughs) Thanks, China. Yep, thanks. This is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, I guess it's not unheard of, but man, this is the third nor'easter about to hit the East Coast in, what, a week or two? Yes, in less than two weeks. And that is likely to bring even more power outages, even as hundreds of thousands of customers already remain without electricity after the previous two storms. Back-to-back storms, as you mentioned, are rare but not unheard of for the region. But the impacts, with little time for recovery in between, underscore what climate scientists have been warning about for years. Because of the documented increase in heavy precipitation events in the United States since 1950, We need to invest in infrastructure like the electric grid. It needs to be hardened for resilience because of the increase in extreme weather events due to global warming. And this isn't just back-to-back storms. This is back-to-back-to-back storms in the Northeast. And intense ones at that. Yep. The benefits of regulations far outweigh their costs as much as seven times their cost, especially environmental regulations. That's the conclusion of a new report that was quietly released by President Trump's own Office of Management and Budget, which found that unequivocally, at a minimum, even when using the highest possible estimates of cost, major regulations like the Clean Air Act and the Clean Water Act return more than double their cost in benefits to the American people. According to David Roberts of Vox on a recent broadcast, Trump's rollbacks of major environmental regulations to reduce compliance costs for corporations actually amount to a pollution tax of sorts on everyday Americans. Air quality regulations are a downward redistribution of income. That's the right way to think about them. It's taking income out of corporate pockets and putting it into the pockets of average people who have to breathe the air. And and the reverse, reversing or or getting rid of these regulations is an upward income redistribution. You're taking money out of the pockets of ordinary people in the form of health costs Mm -hmm. and missed work and all the rest of it, and you're putting it in the pockets of industrialists. So as it turns out, when Donald Trump and Scott Pruitt and these guys all say cutting regulations is good for the economy, Turns out they're lying, and their own report from their own administration now shows it? Yep. Imagine that. Meanwhile, in Colorado, after heavy lobbying from the oil and gas industry, Republican lawmakers in the state legislature last week killed proposed legislation that would have required Colorado state regulators of the oil and gas industry to prioritize public safety and to treat protection of public health and the environment as a precondition before allowing further encroachment of drilling operations inside city limits and near homes and schools. Well, we'd hate to do that. In Utah, in the fight 
to save Bears Ears National Monument, internal Interior Department emails obtained in a lawsuit by the New York Times show that oil and gas were the primary motivation behind the Trump administration's decision to shrink the monument. The Trump administration had claimed early last year that its so-called monument review had no predetermined outcomes, but the internal documents tell a different story, showing that long before the review was launched, Interior Department officials were primarily focused on oil and gas exploration. Native American tribes have vowed to sue over Trump's plans to cut nearly 90 percent of the monument in southeastern Utah. Finally, some good news, at least for folks in Montana. Speaking of Interior Secretary Ryan Zinke, he has unexpectedly withdrawn more than 17,000 acres of the public's lands from consideration for an auction of leases to the oil and natural gas industry. Local and national environmental groups had tried to stop the sale, arguing drilling in these areas would harm the Yellowstone River and other sensitive regions. Zinke said that the department needed to study the area more before putting it up for auction. I'm sure it's purely coincidental that the protected lands happen to be located in Zinke's home state. Where he's planning to run for governor. So he takes all this public land out of our national park so that it can be sold, given away to oil and gas interests. But in his own home state, he protects public land from those very same oil and gas interests. Funny that. For much more on all of these reports and the ones we couldn't get to, check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. Find us, follow us, and share us worldwide on the Facebooks and the Twitters at Green News Report. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyne. And this has been your Green News Report. This land is your land, and this land is my land. From the California to the New York Island, from the Redwood Forest to the Gulf Stream waters, this land was made for you and me.